Hi, I'm Trinity Wheeler. And I'm Alan Shaw. And this is Rhapsody Radio. Hello, gang. Hey. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Rhapsody Radio. This is Trinity Wheeler. I'm here with Mary Beth Henderson and Alan Shaw. Hello. So this is part two in our 10-part series on box building the business of fitness. Mm -hmm. In the first part of this series, we talked about mission control and the importance of making a great mission statement to start your business. Right. Yep. So today is the second step at that is core values define, and it's Mm -hmm. defining the core values of your business, which are, of course, inspired by your mission. Right. So... Choosing your core values, how do you do it? Where do you set up? And what are the importance of core values? So why is it? Why do we have them? I mean, just going, let's take a step back to where you and I, prior to owning our business and opening up our business, had a great um, many trips to many different locations around the country of going into gyms and facilities that we could clearly see when their core values were defined and when they were not, or if they didn't have any core values whatsoever. And it was just a brick and mortar store, um, that we're trying to sell a product. Yeah. Well, and didn't that trip help inspire what y'all wanted to hone in on as far as your core values Mm -hmm. were concerned? Because I think it's, you know, core values are something that I find working with my clients. They can be something that are really easy to overthink, Mm -hmm. but often they boil down to quite simply what matters the most to you in a business setting. And what do you want to make sure you carry with you in your business and to your clients. So tell me a little bit about, cause I know y'all did that. You did like a countrywide hundred plus sure. facilities and yeah. dropping in and just getting exposure as you know, when Rhapsody was a sparkle in your eye. Right. And, and talk to me how y'all about how y'all landed on your three. Well, I mean, I think with any core values, whether it is your business or if it is your personal life, because I, I personally think everyone should have their own personal core values that they drive their lives by, that when that when your business is infused with those very simple two, three, four core values, um, that then it, it is that litmus test that you can put up against every trial, every tribulation, everything that you come in contact with, and does it does it stick? If it doesn't stick, throw it out the throw it out the door. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know Trinity and I have our own personal core values when it comes to our family, sure. um, and what we have found is that when we establish those for us, that it was a no brainer for us to do that for our business because that will both. Um, show people exactly what our, what our business is all about, but then also it's going to attract the people that we want to attract. Right. Mm-hmm. And also when we come in contact with people that you're like, Hmm, this is probably not the best fit. We can clearly define like these are hung- humble, hungry, and happy. If you don't fit into those core values, probably not the best place for you. And yeah. I will say, you know, a, a book that inspired us early on that I know has inspired a lot of business owners is The Ideal Team Player yeah. by Patrick Lencioni. And and he really goes into why the, the core values of humble, hungry, and people smart are are really key to almost any business. You know, it, it, it's it's being 
honored about the opportunities that you have, starting each day, you know, with a smile and ready to attack the day, and then just being good with people. And and the book really goes into detail about sort of how to how to identify your right customer and how to identify the people that you want to work with. So I always mm-hmm. suggest that that book for people yeah. starting on this core values journey. Yeah. So it sounds like y'all had that principle kind of going into forming what would be the initial foundation of Rhapsody, but you adapted it a little bit. So sure. there's there's people smart, but y'all took that and made it your own mm-hmm. in happy. Yep. Um, so t- tell me a little bit about how how that came to be. Yeah, you know, for our staff, that that because it's for both, for our staff and our customers, it's humble and hungry. Th- those are the same. Mm-hmm. It, it changes when it comes to the staff and, and, and members on the third one. For the staff, it is people smart because it, it is about, you know, our relationship with those members and, and being good and knowing how to talk to people. That authentic connection. Completely. With anything. Well, you could argue making them happy. Totally. Right? Yeah. Through connection. A hundred percent. And then for the members, our customer base, it's that last one is happy. You know, we want to create an environment that is the best hour of their day. Yeah, that spreads love and joy. I mean, I think that's, yes. I think that's the ultimate for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So when, when choosing core values, I, I love to keep it simple. I love the rule of three. Um, and that's why we have three. It just, it, it's just three that you, you and your team can just marry to and, and keep it simple. Oh yeah. And remember. <laughs> and remember. And remember. Well, I mean, that's I a big one, right? I love the rule of three. The, it, you know, it, it, it's always a good place to start. Cause I think when it, it comes to deciding core values, what I've seen a lot is when, when trying to decide and ultimately not deciding at all, you get this laundry list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, man, that's one, impossible to remember, and two, like... I have you, seven core values. Okay, yeah. what the hell was that seven? Yeah, it's one? just yeah. unfocused. Um, yeah. and, and I think that one of the under-celebrated, you know, benefits of having these strong core values from the start, um, which may not feel as important, you know, the, the day that you're signing on the dotted line for your LLC, right? Mm-hmm. But fast forward five years, fast forward 10 years, right? as your business is growing and evolving and, and all of that good, beautiful stuff, I'll have conversations with business owners where they feel entirely out of alignment because what they've created, they don't recognize anymore. Mm-hmm, sure. Um, you know, just because it's gotten this these legs and run off. So I find that, you know, having that, central core, as the name implies, in your values and in your mission is always a way to bring it all back to center as you're making your decisions and as you're growing, which again is important right from the offset. So like, don't pass go, don't collect $200 before you've decided. Well, yeah, if you start building the house and your foundation is rocky, good luck. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we always come back, mission statement, core values, because that to us is the foundation. That's the concrete that, that, that you build upon. And so that's when we always come back to it. Now, one thing I will say about when, if you identify three core values, you know, like our first one is humble. Well, you can get into detail with yourself. Like what does humble mean to me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does hungry mean to me? And you can, and you can, you can have those, expand those, those definitions. Sure. Underneath. But I sure. think rule of three, good to go. 100%. 
Also, when you're creating them, another step that we always take is to picture your people. What is your ideal staff and Mm -hmm. what is your ideal customer? And what core values do you want those two groups of people to embody? And I think with all that work that you've done on your mission statement, I think that is that will bleed over into your core values. I think it'll give you the jumping off point to say, wow, these are the people that I envision coming into my space, the people that I want to work with on a daily basis. Um, and then ultimately, that's going to give you the success that you want. Yeah. And I always find that picture your people. It's a phenomenal practice here when deciding what you want your core values to be. But really across the board, it's just like a a 101 best practice when it comes to forming any and everything around your business. Mm -hmm. Because I also find that if you picture that person, that ideal person you want to connect with, you want to attract and, and, you know, get, get out of your own way and think about how you would have a conversation with that person, how you would want to explain something to that person it helps, it helps you get out of the noise and the jargon of like, I think it needs to sound this way. I think I need to use these terms. Mm-hmm. It, it just keeps it more authentic by default Right. when you're picturing literally explaining it to another person. Yeah, agreed. And, you know, once you establish these, this will lay the groundwork for how you market and brand. Yeah. Yes. You know, this Which will we lay love so much. Totally. And yeah. this will lay the groundwork for your hiring process. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting because I know that for you two, I mean, it's the marketing and the branding, uh, that's where you excel and thrive. Mm-hmm. On my side, um, it is the leadership aspect within inside the four walls and of the of the business being the stopgap when it comes to keeping people accountable to those core values. And you know, 3 3 years ago, 3 and a half years ago when I was quickly becoming the head coach and leader of Rhapsody Fitness. Um, Tough conversations are tough. (laughs) And especially when you have them with members of your own staff and people that are coming into your community. But those tough conversations are much easier when you have a defined core value or core values that are steering your ship Mm -hmm. and that it becomes a... um, What's the word? It's it becomes non-emotional when those conversations need to happen because we know the rules that we're all playing by. And sure. if you have to have mm-hmm. tough conversations, those rules, uh, you're able to look up and be like, hey, man, like, you know, one of our big things here is humility and being humble. Well, right now, uh, th- I, I feel like we're going against that. I was and, say, you're you know, not showing up for that. Yeah. And, and it just and allows us to have a honest conversation without it and having those tough conversations as a leader, because I think that, that's probably been the biggest thing that I've learned about myself is that I've gotten better at having tough conversations with people because I don't view them as tough conversations. I view them as keeping the standard where it needs to be for success to happen. Yeah. Well, and see, so here's what, what's interesting on the other end of the spectrum Mm -hmm. as a member, Mm -hmm. I would say that part of what I really enjoy about knowing Rhapsody's core values Mm -hmm. and that being so prevalent in everything that y'all do. Yeah. It's part of my emotional connection to the community. Totally. Because it's it's something that you take pride in as a member. You're like, okay, I'm 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 not only looking to raise the bar on my health and fitness and you know challenge myself there, yeah. but I'm also working to become a better human. 100%. And so you're always kind of using those those values as a sounding board because they're top of mind for 
the coaches. So they're constantly part of the rhetoric inside the gym. Right. And so it's just, it keeps the top of mind for you as a member. Cause you're always like, yeah, you know, am I, am I leaving my, my pride at the door? Am yeah. I, you know, humble in the face of feedback? Mm-hmm. You know, am I hungry to, to push better today? And then am I happy elevate. to be here? You it know? elevates you, right? It, it elevates, it takes it from it being a single hour of your day to all of a sudden you take those out into your community, into your relationships with your family, into the relationships with your neighbors and your kids and your spouse and all of that yeah. stuff. It's just all connected. So it's interesting because it's it's a place to put the the gooey feels, mm-hmm. but also position them in a way that it can help drive you know, those decisions and those moves sure. without having to, mm-hmm. you know, or you can take the emotion out of it. So I think it's interesting. It's kind of double-edged that <laughs> yeah. way. It's emotional, non-emotional. Emotional, yeah. non-emotional, <laughs> which yeah. is the good stuff, right? Yeah, absolutely. So number three, we say keep it simple. And this is just the concept of each core value. Mm-hmm. Keep it direct. Keep it something that people can easily hold on to and understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all, core values are not a place for keywords. Right. They're not a place for jargon. Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, you know, one sentence. Sure. Yeah. And, and if it, if it kind of hits you upside the head, that's a good one. Yeah. So it's like humble lack of ego. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, shit. Oh, got okay. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tracking. <laughs> Tracking. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. And then finally, I think is the most important as I feel is the exact same for the mission statement mm-hmm. is to never waver, mm-hmm. commit to it and stay the course. Right. Which goes, goes back to what we were talking about at the, at the beginning, you know, it's, it's important at the beginning. It's, it's important when you mm-hmm. are, are starting the stream from scratch because it will give you that strong foundation and it will help you feel grounded and, and, you know, in, especially in that startup mode, but I'll tell you where it becomes that much more critical is going to be five, 10 years down the line where you've got all of these grant, you know, your, your empires building and growing and scaling Mm -hmm. and you're, you're wanting to keep it all centered and grounded. Mm -hmm. That's really where doing this work from the beginning and sticking to it Mm -hmm. is going to pay off in spades. Well, I, I, it's also a litmus, a litmus test as well, right? Like you have your core value you have your core values. If one doesn't ring true to you and you're having tough conversations and you're like, well, I think this is what I think it should like, no, then you got to reevaluate that core value because if you don't 110%, 50% believe it down in the, the fiber of your bones, then, uh, you need to, you need to do something about that. Right. That, that, that is a kink in the chain that will then eventually break when you get bigger and more successful. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Guys, you guys are great. I love this series. Yeah. Same. So the, the, Same next, the next part, part three of the Box Building series will be Know Your Role. Mm. And we'll be back on the next episode for that about sort of your accountability and how to delegate and take charge and, and, and set yourself up for success. <laughs> We've had some good lessons. We, that. we have a lot on Know <laughs> yeah. Your Role. And look, uh, if you want to engage more and learn more about our Box Building series, you can now go to boxbuilding.com. Com to see Woo, domain who. official. Hey. Domain official. It took a while. Um, <laughs> that was a tough one. But you can actually go on there and see all the articles on Rhapsody News directly at boxbuilding.com and also the other episodes here on Rhapsody Radio. Love it. Hey, if you enjoy the show, click subscribe down there at the bottom. It really does help us grow. And also, if you really enjoy the show, give us that 
five-star review. Ooh. All right. We'll see you here next time on Rhapsody Radio. Bye, guys. Bye.